Thanks, and welcome to Ask BBB. I'm Jim Swan. And I'm Linda Smith. Linda is the CEO and the president of BBB Serving Western Ontario. And Ask BBB brings you consumer information from accredited businesses you can trust. The Better Business Bureau motto is Start with Trust, and our mission is an ethical marketplace where buyers and sellers trust each other. And each year, the Business Integrity Award recognizes accredited businesses and non-accredited businesses that have achieved and maintained integrity in their businesses. Nominations for the Business Integrity Awards are open for 2018. And this morning, Asad Eldik, the chair of the Better Business Bureau Marketing Committee, will join us to outline how to nominate a business and what happens after the nomination is submitted. And that's all later on Ask BBB. Well, I'm so excited to announce that it appears that spring has finally arrived. And with the arrival of spring-like weather, besides removing winter tires and getting a jump on yard work and gardening, it's time to open the pool. Jason Jackson of Jackson Pools is here to remind us of the things to keep in mind for this annual event. Welcome to Ask BBB, Jason. Thank you for having me. It's good to have you back on the program, actually. Yes, it is. Well, let's just jump right in with the first question. Is pool opening a do-it-yourself thing, or is it better to leave it to the professionals? It can be a do-it-yourself adventure, Jim, but um, my suggestion is leave it to the experts. We get in, we get the cover off, we get it cleaned up, we get your pool running. I I like to say it's a lot like having breakfast in the morning. If you get your pool off to a good start, it's going to be a lot easier to maintain for the rest of the season. You know, Jason, I've had a pool for quite a while, and we tried to open it ourselves once, and uh, it was a real adventure. So uh, ever since then, we've been booking that pool opening as early as we can get it in. Jason, what's the biggest mistake then that that do-it-yourselfers make? Well, in a lot of cases, I think they try to get the cover off before it's ready to to be taken off, if I can say that. um, instead of getting it completely clean, they'll try to uh, do shortcuts, um, pull it off, and uh, and then a lot of the debris will end up in the pool. The other the other big thing that you have to uh, take into account is like let's get that water balanced. Um, some people will just throw in enough product to get the water looking good, but that doesn't mean that it's safe to swim in or safe for the uh, liner and the equipment. So again, get uh, get a professional in to either open your pool. And if you're going to open it, at very least, get a water sample into a, uh, a reputable pool company to have it tested. Um, so if we've had a pool for quite a while, are there some things to consider to bring the pool up to date in terms of energy efficiency? You just mentioned water efficiency, but are there other things that we should be doing right at the beginning of the season uh, it, with an existing older pool? Absolutely. Uh Pool pumps have come a long way. Variable speed pumps are very popular now. And you can save up to 75% on your energy consumption by by uh, switching over to a variable speed pump. Also, cartridge filters are popular. All the new pools we install, we install cartridge filters on. Um, it eliminates the need for backwashing, and hence um, it saves you water, chemicals. And if your water is heated, it, uh, it, you're not backwashing that heat out to the drain. Do pool companies offer maintenance packages so that we just don't have to worry about it at all? We just let you guys take care of it? Absolutely. We'll do, we'll do uh, as little as come out and test your water weekly or biweekly, or we'll do as much as uh, come in and do a full cleaning so that you don't have to worry about uh, um, trying to fit that into your busy schedule. Uh, if we don't have a pool, is it possible to still have one installed in time to enjoy some of our Canadian summer? Absolutely. 
Absolutely, yes. And hopefully our Canadian summer goes a little bit later this season, as it seems. <laughs> we uh, deserve it, don't we? <laughs> it, sure, it sure feels like we do. So what kind of timelines, if, if we are thinking, you know, now's the time? Uh, we can still install a pool upward uh, into July. Um, and it takes about two to three weeks, depending on the project and, and the pool. If it's an above ground, uh, they take as little as a day to install. What, what are some of the choices that we have? If we decide we want to have a pool, what are some of the considerations then that we have to uh, take into account. We, there, there are a lot of choices. Absolutely. And every year uh, we try to offer more and more choices as far as entryways into the pool, uh, tanning ledges, um, wading pools, uh, hot tubs that overflow. So really what, what you want to take into account is what, what are you going to use this pool for? Are you using it as a, an, an area to entertain guests? Um, or do you want it just more so for the fitness um, aspect of it? And obviously, uh, backyards are getting smaller and smaller, so uh, space isn't, is uh, quite often an issue as well. Uh, pools need to be located five feet from the property lines. So uh, some, in a lot of cases, the size of your backyard will dictate the type of pool that uh, we can install. Are there systems to consider? I mean, I, I mean, I'm aware of chlorine and saline. Are those still the traditional choices? Are there others? There are others. Those are probably the two most popular, salt water and, and chlorine. Um, there's ozonators, which work well to disinfect the water, UV systems as well. But um, my recommendation is still the salt water pool. I think it's the uh, the best way to go and the, and the best bang for your buck. How long has that uh, been an option, the salt water pools? Well, we've yeah. been... We've been, sorry, Jim, we've been offering it for about 20 years. It's probably become very popular in the last 12 to 10 to 12 years. What are the advantages of of the salt? Well, the big advantage is you never have to add chlorine to the pool. The other advantage that I like uh, for the salt water over ozone or UV is that the salt creates a, a sanitizer and you can still test for it in the water. Unlike UV and ozone, which you just assume is, is keeping the water clean. With the salt, you can test and, and you know because there's a, there's a, a, sanitize, a sanitizer level in the water. What would be involved in converting uh, a pool that's uh, regular to salt then? It's a matter of uh, installing a, a cell on the uh, return line to the pool and then dumping a bunch of salt in the water. We need uh, anywhere between 1,800 and 3,000 parts per million of salt in the water. And then what's great about it is the salt doesn't get used up. It just recycles itself. So unlike a water softener, which you have to keep adding salt to, uh, the pool just recycles the salt. And uh, does that change the the equipment at all? Um, Do you have to change any of the equipment or is it harder on the equipment? Uh, When we think salt, we think uh, Mm -hmm. corrosion. Um, When we think of automobiles, what about... uh, uh, in the pools. Yeah, it's it's not uh, a factor at all, Jim. A lot of the um, components of the pump and the filter that the salt comes in contact with are plastic. So it has very little effect on the uh, pool components and, uh, and, and is a safe product to use. Our guest is uh, Jason Jackson, who is president of Jackson Pools and accredited business with the BBB. And when we return, we'll further investigate that new pool in your backyard. Welcome back to Ask BBB. I'm Jim Swan. And I'm Linda Smith. And our guest this morning is Jason Jackson, who is president of Jackson Pools and 
guess what? We're talking about pools. Uh, well, we got the pools open. We talked about opening the pools, but uh, is it too late to, to book a pool opening? No, not at all. No, we, we will fit you in if you call. Uh, as long as you're open to a couple of different dates, we'll, we'll certainly fit you in within uh, four or five days. Now, we also talked a little bit about uh, installing a pool in the backyard if we're just starting out. What are some of the biggest considerations? You said the size of the yard is going to determine what sort of pool and the consideration is to the pool use. But what are the, what are the, what is the range of choice that we have? The choices can be endless at times. Uh, we, we install a vinyl line pool and we call it free form. So our panels are free form and we can bend them to any shape. So if you have a shape in mind, we can do up a drawing. And as long as it meets the uh, safety standards that we follow, we can install that in your backyard. So some of the safety um, standards that we would take into consideration are, do you want a diving board? If there's going to be a diving board on that pool, then it's a very specific set of um, standards that we go by for depths, for slopes, the lengths of slopes. Um, Do you want walk-in stairs, which are very common? With walk-in stairs, we want to make sure you're walking into a level area and that that level area is at least six feet long. So because we all know what kids are like, you know, they're excited to get in the pool. They go running in. And the last thing you want is them to be right in the deep end. Um, we also install safety uh, lines across the shallow end to define the uh, the start of the deep end. Again, to keep kids safe. Are there other considerations uh, like uh, will it impact my insurance uh, or I'm thinking even, uh, do I require any zoning uh, in the municipality to put in a pool? No, uh, the, the city the city has a set of um, bylaws and they pretty much, uh, for the most part, all um, have to do with the fencing that goes around the pool. In the city of London, the, the fence has to be five feet high. It, uh, if it's chain link, it has to be the smaller chain link. Um, quite often what you'll see is the two inch and for around a pool it has to be much smaller than that. Uh, the pool has to be located five feet from the property line and um, they'll come out to inspect at the end just to make sure that the, uh, the fence meets the code. Self-closing gates are important as well. And insurance? And in, I'm not in, I'm not sure about insurance. Yeah. It may add to the, it, the, your your household insurance I would hi- and, and I'd, liability, I suppose. Yeah, I would highly recommend that you call your insurance company to let them know that you have the pool. But I I honestly don't know how it would in, impact your premiums. Mm-hmm. What about the permits? Uh, do you have to have a permit, like a building permit, that um, you would have to have for any structure? You do need a, a swimming pool permit to install a swimming pool. Yes. Do they still? Do you still do concrete pools? There are companies that build concrete pools. We uh, we build the vinyl line pool, which I think is the best suited for uh, the environment that we're in and the best bang for your buck. Now, once we got the pool in, uh, there are probably some peripherals that we hadn't thought of. It's like moving into a new house. Then there's all the drapery and all of that sort of. Uh, uh, accessory that adds to the overall cost. What about the pool? We've got the the, the pool in. Now, what are some of the things that we can expect to be uh, accessories that we'll want to add to that? And, and the sky's the limit. There's so many fun things you can do in your backyard uh, with a pool from, from water features to uh, stamped concrete. Um, landscaping is important around a pool. You want something that's low maintenance. The last thing you want to do is have to come home and feel like you have to pull weeds and, and spend a lot of time to make your backyard look, uh, look beautiful. So, so we really try to plan with the customer, how are we going to make this yard look 
fantastic and take uh, a minimal time to keep it up. Are there trends uh, that you're seeing? Uh, like I, I know uh, lately uh, sport pools or lap pools have uh, are featured in magazines. Mm-hmm. Are you seeing trends or is we it are. sky's the limit? It, well, definitely sky's the limit, but we, we're definitely seeing trends. Uh, a lot of people are going back to contemporary designs, the rectangular pool, with the square corners, um, vinyl over steel steps, which I don't know if you, you know what that is, but as opposed to the, uh, the steps that come away from the pool, the big trend now is to have the steps inside the pool and the liner actually goes over top of it. So in the vinyl uh, pool industry, what, what uh, is happening is we're trying to make them look more like the expensive concrete pools and, um, and there's some pretty neat stuff out there that you can do. Like I said earlier, uh, um, tanning ledges are, are becoming more popular and trendy now where you can actually put your lawn furniture into your pool. So uh, there's some pretty neat stuff happening and, and the sky is the limit, as you said. Or the budget is. What would we, <laughs> what, what would we need to budget? To, what's the range? Oh, it's, it can be a wide range, Jim. Um, on-ground pools are also very popular right now because you can get them in at a lower budget. So when, when you're talking about on-grounds, you can get them in uh, a budget of around 15, 15 and up. When you, when you start talking about in-grounds, um, uh, the, the base budget should probably be around 30. And again, it can, the sky's the limit from there. We always recommend that uh, people check the BBB site to choose a contractor. What are some of the important questions we should ask of a contractor that's going to do a pool for us? Well, absolutely. I, I would ask them for references. Um, that's very important. Uh, I, I would also ask how long the project's going to take. Um, I hear horror stories where they start the pool sometimes in May and they're still working on it in September. Um, how many projects do they work on at a time? And uh, I would also ask who's going to who's the foreman uh, that's going to be looking after it. Who do I contact with questions? Because sometimes you'll call the business and the, the secretary will answer and. And she probably doesn't have the answers that you're looking for. So um, those are all questions that I would want to know. Well, thank you very much for being with us this morning, Jason. Thank you for having me. Our guest this morning on Ask BBB has been Jason Jackson, president of Jackson Pools, an accredited business with the BBB with an A-plus rating. And we're going to take a break right now. When we return, we'll find out more about the Business Integrity Awards. Welcome back to Ask BBB. I'm Linda Smith. And I'm Jim Swan. Linda is the CEO of BBB Serving Western Ontario. And right now, we welcome Asad Eldik, who is the Vice Chair of the Marketing Committee of the Better Business Bureau. Welcome to the program, Asad. Yes. Uh, good morning, Jim. Good morning, Linda. Morning, Asad. Thanks for uh, coming in to uh, share uh, the details about this year's Business Integrity Awards. Um, you're the chair of the marketing committee. I also understand you'll be taking over the chairmanship of the board of directors on May 8th of this year. Um, and last year you chaired the Integrity Awards. So what's in store for 2018? 2018, um, we have the BBB Business Integrity Award in uh, November 7th at 7 a.m. in the morning. It ends at 9 a.m. sharp, so we promise to get everybody back to work at 9 a.m. The BBB Business Integrity Awards recognizes companies who display an outstanding level of ethics and integrity in all of their business dealings. These companies generate a high level of trust among their employees, customers, and their communities. This award is open to all uh, for-profit businesses in the region, uh, Linda. 
And so I understand last year there were a record number of nominees. So obviously, yeah. yeah, so integrity and trust obviously are 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 um, values that the business community is uh, interested in promoting and uh, endorsing. Absolutely, Linda. Being a business owner myself and also a previous winner of the award in 2012, I see a big trend of uh, customers that wanting to deal with companies that show ethical behavior in their practices. And it used to be a few years ago where it's just price, 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 but that's shifting right now to wanting to deal only with these companies that practice ethical, good ethical behavior and integrity in all of their dealings, not just with customers, but with employees, suppliers, and every dealing that they deal with on a daily basis. We want to talk a little bit about uh, your winning, uh, uh, the Armor Shield winning in 2012. But before we do that, how does the nomination process work? Um, nomination is done by any person. If you know about any company that is worthy of this award that you had uh, dealings with, um, on a business level, and you want to really reward, and you want to reward reward that, uh, excuse me, that company, uh, you can go to our website, uh, the main page of the Better Business Bureau of Western Ontario, and there's a link there that it takes a couple of minutes to nominate a company, and if you're happy with that company, that's the best thing you can do for them. And you mentioned, Linda, that there were a record number of nominees last year. Yeah, there was yes. almost 120. Uh, nominees. And just so we're clear, the nomination process, and, and Asad, you can help us with this, it's very simple to nominate. Uh, the applica- you know, the process afterwards, once the nomination comes in, is a little more comprehensive. But for anyone thinking of that they may want to nominate a business, it's a very easy process, isn't it? Yes. It's, it's a very, it's few lines that you fill on, uh, online. It could actually be an employee of the company as well. It does not need to be only a customer or a consumer. It could be an employee of the company. It takes a couple of minutes and you submit your claim and then it's done. Then the work begins because we have an independent um, panel of judges that has nothing to do with the BBB, that they are scholars in uh, in the region, that they sit and they uh, summarize and look at all the applicants. And that's how... uh, the process goes on from that point on. And that committee will choose the finalists that are announced uh, a few weeks ahead of that November 7th That's correct. There's finalists and there's the winner. So we have two categories. One to 10 employees is our first category. The second category is 11 plus employees. So in each category, we have a winner and a finalist. Now, uh, the year that you won it wasn't the first year that you had been nominated and and uh, gone through the process uh, no, for Armor that, Shield. No, that's, uh, that's 100%. It's good you remember that, Jim, because we were finalists in 2010 and we were finalists in 2011. And that in itself is a, a pretty big honor, isn't it? Absolutely. You don't have to be the winner. Actually, being a finalist, even actually by being nominated, is a great honor. And then we were the winners in 2012. And Jim, I just want to mention one thing. Since winning that award in 2012, it really changed the look of, uh, I'm in London. I practice my business in London and the surrounding area. The general look of consumers at Armour Shield Roofing, which is the my company that won, changed and it rewarded me in falls and falls every year. And it, that's a, a fairly common reaction that we've heard here on the program from others who have been finalists 
and uh, uh, who have been recipients of the Business Integrity Award in both categories. It's very rewarding. I encourage all the companies to get nominated, and I encourage a lot of the listeners to nominate companies that had good dealings with. And uh, if, if the central uh, theme is integrity, trust, and honesty, and if you've dealt with a company that uh, espouses those values, then you want to go to the uh, website at bbb.org backslash western hyphen Ontario, uh, seek out the nomination form, and and uh, then get things started. 100%, Jim. Asad, thank you very much for being with us this morning and talking about that big day coming up November the 7th. And by the way, we should also mention, uh, Jim, that you do not need to be accredited to be nominated. Nomination is open to all companies uh, in the region that we cover in the BBB of Western Ontario. And that's about all the time we have for Ask BBB today. You can always ask BBB by visiting our website at bbb.org. Contact us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at BBB Western Aunt. And if you have a question or a guest suggestion, tweet us at hashtag AskBBB. And if you're interested in becoming a BBB accredited business, call us or go online to bbb.org backslash western hyphen Ontario and become part of one of the largest business networks in North America. And maybe you will be nominated for a Business Integrity Award. So until next time, I'm Jim Swan. And I'm Linda Smith. Remember, ask BBB. And start with trust.